news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live doing a feedback show on a Saturday morning. That's where we respond to all the things that y'all had to say to the things that we had to say. Yes, sir. Lots of stuff going on out here. Lots of stuff we need to get to. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And of course, we can't do this show without y'all. Y'all are the listeners. Y'all are the ones who put the money in our pockets, put the batteries in our back and we appreciate y'all for that and some of y'all even take the time out to literally just give us money like no you don't get nothing in return other than just a shout out and that's what we're about to do we're about to shout y'all out for giving us that money new pay let's talk about the people that gave us money zach from living corporate podcast thank you very much linwood c the oldest name in listenership ain't it though lawrence c preston aka team dro a slang of ages podcast tanisha g dostra j celeste vb mariano uh adam s jason f dorothea s tyrone m michael irvin playmaker that's what they call them jasmine a and lastly waste bees by sura thank you everybody that came through with the money we love money appreciate you yes thank you look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, sadly, we got no five-star reviews this week. I don't know what happened, okay? We fell off. Y'all weren't... I don't know. We we deserve five star reviews. We deserve, and we we would like five star reviews. Yes, not unless some of y'all posted and it's just slow. You know, yeah, I, I, I'll take that for some of you. But. I don't see nothing new on there. So mm-hmm. come on, come on, buddy. You say you love the show. You listen to the show. We here for you during the boring days of work. Come on, come on. Okay, we, come on. Whatever it takes. Yes, I plot it and I scheme damn give us the five stars yes that is me right now give us that five stars okay <laughs> even if you re-up and we don't care we'll take a refreshing five stars yeah um so please do that we, mm-hmm. we, we appreciate y'all and it would be very helpful yes through itunes it's a you. lot of stuff that we're going through out here okay um and we're trying to you know trying to we're trying to make sure y'all have a great show every day so mm-hmm. yeah i think i think a five star view from we got thousands of people that listen all the time to Come every on. episode 
you know? we love y'all when y'all gonna do a live show oh rod you in new york can i see you mm-hmm. but you won't put five on it and i and not even not even five dollars just five stars honestly free. if you haven't left us a five star review it's basically like you calling us the n-word with the hard r i'm just gonna come say on it. i'm come just gonna on. say it just like this gentleman from last night who was we had a phenomenal day today nigger league museum and arthur bryant's barbecue we had a what yeah just that's how i feel he said that last night well yeah when we don't get a five-star review it really feels just like you know nbc sports uh talking about baseball we had a phenomenal day today nigger league museum and arthur bryant's barbecue we had a negro it's negro okay i was thinking i was like i think it's negro although i think he may have called it the unofficial official name they had back in the day <laughs> yes that's what they used to call it slid out a little too easily <laughs> yes then it seemed like a typo that didn't get autocorrect in his phone I'm just saying uh i, I want to know what he calls the museum in, in dc we don't want to know that no um, we don't all right let's get to the comments on our website and on the episodes and all that stuff episode 2703 2703 episodes guys whispering in the beauty salon was the name of this it was a feedback episode we got some comments apia tunes in first of course she's in the future when men bring up the naturalistic argument that they have to have sex with as many women as possible i wonder why no one ever brings it up for women it would be best if women had several children and every child had a different father this way the genes of the woman had the best chance to survive a changing environment the children would be more different than the children who are full siblings if there was an infectious disease for example going around different genes increase the chance of survival but do we ever celebrate women who have five kids and everyone has a different dad as a hero of evolution not so much yeah not to mention like technically that should lead to five different men protecting that woman we know that's not Not how it normally happens Mm -hmm. but these are the biological rules that everyone can make but people don't make that i mean like it's it's to me it's always an argument rooted in like uh a dude wanting to fuck a lot of women yes and it's rare that it's the other way around you might yeah. have some situations where you know every it's the other way around but yeah but i'm talking the about time, the argument not, not right. even the situation the situation can be whatever it is i'm Agreed. talking about when you see people making these rhetorical arguments on line on podcasts the dudes always go to this weird place of you know it always just happens to end up with um i should be able to fuck a lot of women and you shouldn't be mad about it right um because it's my biology you know like i'm doing you the favor of not fucking every woman i see and it's it's like okay but couldn't you extend that logic to women fucking and getting a lot getting pregnant or you know whatever the logic never worked that way right right and then you know you looking at people women crazy when they be like oh that's community dick you a hoe wait a minute wait a minute well ain't that what y'all call us ain't that what we are when we just be out here just fucking anything moving yeah so it's just a very i just noticed i i just noticed the logic isn't consistent and and also whenever it comes up to stuff like stds or you know building um you know building something together uh protecting yourself from legal issues and stuff no one ever then no one uses that to promote monogamy when they're on that alpha male bullshit they never stop and go actually 
i have a much lower chance of getting an std if i just stay with one woman i have a much lower chance of um i have a much higher chance to keep the wealth i've attained if i'm just faithful to this one woman and we build everything together they never make those arguments so i just find it stupid by the way sorry to women's plane but the frog in in hot water who stays in the water that gets slowly hotter is a myth frogs are smarter wikipedia says while some 19th century experiments suggested that the underlying premise is true if the heating is sufficiently gradual uh, according to modern biologists the premise is false changing the location is a natural thermoregulation strategy for frogs and other ectotherms and is necessary for survival in the wild a frog that is gradually heated will jump out furthermore a frog placed into already boiling, boiling water will die immediately not jump out uh duh Athia. <laughs> i don't need you to sign explain to me <laughs> I was using a commonly I thought we all knew that was a myth and I was just using a commonly known myth Everybody that we all might not she educated well somebody. she might have educated somebody but not me okay <laughs> so you can take that woman explaining shit out of here cause you're not explaining to me I already know okay well you're a woman out here explaining shit trying, trying to, trying to be all smart oh you a scientist oh you got A's and shit okay um shannon writes in hey ron and karen i'm writing now on sunday because i always forget to write in before saturday and i'm always behind even when y'all give me time to catch up i know some of y'all just like knowing their show ahead and i've given up on taking a break so y'all can catch up y'all just like being behind you know what i'm gonna say yeah and then you like 18 weeks behind and you like oh new show didn't come out right what's wrong <laughs> that's hilarious to me yeah it's like freddie gives on child support y'all just like being behind i just <laughs> oh, no i just wanted to say that i really appreciate about what i really appreciate about your perspective on things is that for me it keeps me honest and accountable to myself for example when you were talking about chris rock i realized that at some point his comedy stopped being interesting to me and i moved on even with new the new special i didn't feel the need to watch it or snippets or be part of the conversation i've just moved on i feel also the same about people needs to hate celebs forever or boycott their work for perceived slights i don't care that aquafina has a black scent or chris pratt went to a homophobic church i'm still going to guardians right yeah that that chris pratt thing is still weird as i've expressed in the past Mm -hmm. i I don't understand how other celebrities go to that church and none of them have been called out for it's just him it's and he's the one that don't talk about it it's i don't know it's a lot even though we don't always agree and i know you don't need everyone to agree anyone to agree with y'all yeah for sure i mean do i like y'all to agree of course i'm human being but i don't need it and i assume if you had a podcast where you were talking every day a couple hours it's gonna be some shit we disagree about like it is it's only fair you know and i think it you know that's how i keep my ego in check is being like yeah people not gonna agree with this Mm -mm. i do really try to keep that same energy when it comes to these situations because your perspective has definitely encouraged me to slow down and think about why people are so mad at these things Mm -hmm. and i bet we have a couple of the same twitter accounts muted because i definitely got tired of people in my feed who are just making people mad for engagement yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and most people for most people they're the same person because there's 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 such a uh percentage of people the small percentage but they're so prolific in their tweeting and their posting that eventually whether you want them to or not they will cross your uh particularly if you just in the black sphere of twitter they will cross you sooner or later that you're like nope and for you know it everybody go oh the same person yeah yeah that person yeah that person yeah because it's like that's 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 what they do also like content creators and anger is content for a lot of people and it's the kind of content a lot of people like 
a lot of people gravitate towards the angry content creators it's like mm-hmm. oh you're saying some every day i'm already got this energy that needs to go someplace every day you're providing me outlets because you're saying hey let's be mad at this thing together let's be mad at that thing together and at least we're together that's what i loved about beef is they really broke it down to where the key to a lot of the anger and misdirection and distraction is loneliness and not just man it's just i don't know man like i feel like that's a theme rotating around my life right now that's coming together you know um talking about the surgeon general and what he said about loneliness being like an epidemic right now and and anger to me feeling like an epidemic right now and i and 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 more like a distraction from just like unhappiness and i think individually and collectively there's so much unhappiness with with the state of the world and the state of our country you know and i think people are having a hard time admitting that Mm -hmm. so we're taking it out on tv shows movies a motherfucker that said something in 2014 like we can't we're anything but trying to be in this moment because we just want to escape it yes something that you said and i will once you said it it just made me view things differently anger is sadness without a place to go Mm -hmm. and that is a true statement if somebody just has this huge outrage and and i could even say for myself it's been periods of time variations through my life where i've just been furious and just mad at the world and i'm talking about like really upset like even with trump but even situations outside of that well i was just mad where you know something happened and and people did me wrong and if you mentioned them that person that bought me up it's like a fire rose in me but at the root of it was just sadness sadness that i was hurt sad disappointment in myself disappointment in a lot of things but as you get older you 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 kind of learn how or you should with the right tools learn how to cope with that and learn how to deal with that a little bit better because a lot of this when i was younger and like i said before when you have people around you adults grown as adults that do not know how to um deal with their emotions they don't know how to uh put them in a positive manner they don't know how to express them and navigate them in a way they don't allow themselves to feel certain things a lot of times these things come out very negative in various different ways beating punching kicking fussing fighting fucking doing drugs alcohol all these things come out when people just don't want to get to the root of the problem which is how do i deal with this emotion about this person place a thing that i need to deal with so when you have family members that don't know how to control that you raise children that don't know how to control that they don't know what boundaries are emotionally and it's hot or cold to one extreme or the other uh yeah you get these things where you have these feelings and these emotions and guess what it trickles online like this mm-hmm. and people don't want to actually get to the root cause or the problem or why they feel this way but at the end of the day a lot of it is root in the baldness of sadness finally on the beef beef i binged all of the show before david show info started coming out looking into it i realized i did not i did know who he was and i had listened to his as a podcast back in the day and i stopped listening because they both left a bad taste in my mouth with their look at how edgy i am by pushing the boundaries type of podcasting besides what you've already mentioned and why people are upset at show and ali wong and steven young i think there's also a sense of being quote-unquote tricked at play many folks were excited for this show and talked about it because of the aapi leads and creators and a lot of people 
were encouraging folks to watch it that weekend uh that it dropped because of how netflix views streams so i think because people equate that what they consume with their personal goodness they felt duped into supporting something they feel they wouldn't have if they had known about show it's still all wrapped up in people's weird consumption equal values and moral goodness worldview but i wanted to throw that into the mix because i saw a lot of dang i already finished and i wouldn't have watched it in the comments yeah i guess what i'm trying to say is uh in a pol i'm i'm trying to find a polite way to say it but i guess is it might not be that polite of a way to say this it's just to me that's cap they i feel like that's all fake i feel like all of that is really just people performing yes they like, want to be a part of the conversation yeah like i've seen somebody the other day who just watched beef which you know a lot of us are behind on shows you really don't need an excuse i think people are looking for any excuse to push content to the back because it's just like oh my god i there's so much content oh the ninth lead on this show said something one time oh fuck that i'll never watch that show i'll sit on twitter and complain about it but it's shorter than watching the show so you know i won right mm-hmm. here's the thing though this person watched the show recently but because they're in a the circle of people and they've been participating in piling on the show and piling on that dude and making it seem like you know anyone who watched it is a bad person and they would never watch it because they're a good person well they watched it and it's good and it actually does talk about a lot of themes in life that people should be talking about right now but they didn't have nobody to talk about it with right and when they start trying to talk about it, they had to put a fucking preamble before they could even talk about it because they're so worried about what everyone else thinks about them so they're so all you did was watch a tv show you didn't do anything wrong but you're so worried about your friend circle and mortified that they're gonna judge you or they're gonna whatever so now you've watched it it's great you will like the or it's good it's it's very good i would say i don't want to i know niggas get crazy about that greatness but i thought it was great but it's very good whatever you would like to engage in it in whatever way you know maybe you still want to be critical maybe you still want to find a way to be dismissive but you want it to have a conversation but the thing about those though the the cyclical nature of these controversies is they are designed to shut down conversation mm-hmm. all of them are designed to tell you do not even watch this you will become a bad person uh, if you watch this you support whatever thing is and so of course no one wants to look like that if you set up the ground rules and some bullshit like that so they so they either do it in secret or they just don't talk about it or they wait and end up watching it because everybody's talking about it and then they ain't got nobody to talk to because don't nobody want to be a bad person with you you could have participated in this conversation when it came out you know and as far as the trick thing i feel like that's bullshit like it's only it's only set up if you believe in that uh i'm watching something to su- to su- to support this community because i'm a good person shit I, I i think that is just a fundamentally bad way to look at stuff like you consume art because you would for the art not for the person you know i think a lot of times that that's what skis me out about the approach to uh consumption in this capitalistic society is when we're pretending that everything we do is for some type of cause it then uh it then at once makes us feel bigger than we are and also makes us feel smaller than we should be 
you know at the same time it's like you feel bigger than you are because you're like look how important i am i decided that i'm choosing winners and losers and these are all good people but i feel like one of the side effects of this that we don't talk about why do people defend people that do bad shit is because they have attached their goodness to them like a brand and they don't want to lose it and so y'all wonder why when jonathan majors gets in a similar situation to what most of us would be like oh well fuck that nigga they did that shit you wonder why it took weeks and some of y'all still ain't came around to like yeah it's it's a fucked up situation he probably did it because you don't want to after weeks of saying he was great he was the uh, anti-toxic masculinity brothers need to touch in public uh he's proof that you can do this that and the other you don't want to come off of that and be like i don't know this nigga and maybe he did some foul shit right because it's it's all about us it's not about them it's not about the person it's not and i just don't want to extend that to anybody i feel like i can be a fan of the way somebody dunks a basketball but not the way that they hit a woman and i and to me i've been able to move through my life and not feel like i'm supporting any of that with 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 because i watched the basketball game and i think elevating yourself to that level is already some egomaniac shit you didn't support beef you watched a good tv show they're only obligated to give you a good tv show and the last thing i'll say on this is this whatever you're participating in whatever you're watching you think there's no david chose you just don't know about him you think there's no david chose and what that's delusional to me whatever your favorite thing is that you're fucking with they got a whole lot of people involved yep and it don't have to be movies it could be video games it what, could be anything. whatever it is you music think, anything like to me there's nothing more foolish than you thinking you're clean right i don't think that's the fo- most foolish naive take and i refuse to participate in that because i think it's just a trick bag to control people yeah watch whatever the fuck you want to watch but just like speak speak out on the on the shit that you don't fuck with uh be it's okay to be like uh i enjoyed this i don't know this song but i don't but this person seemed like a horrible person i don't really fuck with them correct i think all that shit is okay but we somehow ended up in a trick bag of really uh capitulating to each other online and and in a lot of cases there are people that kind of rise to online power using this shit and they're feeding off of this shit and i don't want to help them fuck them nope i don't want to help them i i I don't want to participate and i am a complicated creature i am not simple-minded when it comes to this shit i have multiple thoughts (laughs) i two things could be true at once you know and shit like that and it's one of those things where when i see that shit is very frustrating to me and i'm like oh this is why y'all stress yourself out because i don't give a fuck on certain things and i will tell you that and just turn around and be like do 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 while you over here worrying and stressing i'm like you know what fuck that it don't matter but you know online these things matter because online has cultivated a space of all or nothing well it's just like gotcha shit it's not real it's it's like if i said um oh man i listen to that new future album and then somebody's like oh you listen to that new future album i didn't know you support not taking care of his kids i'm like uh what the fuck just happened nigga what i i I don't own nobody child support like yeah what just happened here and i think that's what the internet has turned into and i'm like i refuse to participate in that shit if you won't come to reality like me 
then i just won't fuck with you and right. I, I think that's why i love having this show so like being tricked is only i guess what i'm trying to say is being tricked only counts if you're already in them circles of people that is literally tricking each other i think it's just as much a trick to keep you not watching it by being like you know the 10th the 10th lead on this show has said a joke once that we don't really have proof that it wasn't a joke but it sounded like he was talking big i don't know he said some shit one time and you watched it if you watch this you like that's just as much a trick to me because i don't believe in that bullshit uh, that's all sorry for the long comment but i think i've been meaning to write it for about a month so i've been saving up love y'all shannon love you too shannon thank you thank you for writing in mm-hmm. and uh all the using that was a general you not you shannon mm-hmm. I, uh I, I, I know you probably understand but mm-hmm. just, i want to be clear right so. yeah we, yeah we're talking in general uh ramsey d jenkins says five stars for the recap feedback show you two are that important to me and i spent almost four hours at the beauty salon a very uncomfortable chair my back's hips and knees are not as flexible and durable for my younger years when i could sit that long to get my hair done ain't that the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like you know what now nah, i'm good because that should take too long go ahead and speak on it karen come on now you know you like talking about being old <laughs> and washed come on yes old and washed crew where you at where you at (laughs) come on my back hot my knees hurt crew Mm -hmm. drop it like it's room temperature come on yes room temperature ain't nothing wrong with room temperature you ain't got to be burning uh all right the poll oh wait let me see if we have any comments on um on youtube for this one uh no no comments on this one all right cool no problem and uh, the poll was do you care about that guy leaking government secrets on discord because i'm be real we hadn't covered it on the show mostly because i didn't care and then we got a long email that i guess a listener really cared but it just it it wasn't because of no shit we said Mm -mm. felt like they tried to trick us into believing that we (laughs) talked about it i was like wait a minute did we talk about i don't know i know any of that shit right i was like i was like i know we talk a lot and i forget shit but damn i don't remember this conversation yeah uh (laughs) do you care about that guy leaking government secrets on discord yes or no 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 43 percent yes 57 percent now on spotify it was exact it was 46 percent yes 54 percent no right because they got the money they got shit to do but it's basically 50 50 is my point about 50 50 i i I it just was a story i didn't care that much about didn't have time to get to uh rest in peace jerry springer was the comment on our uh q a uh coach malik says jerry 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 <laughs> red man had a skit on one of his albums called the jerry swinger stick up if you have never heard it, it's pretty funny thanks for all the content wallace says jerry is known for trash tv i hate trash tv all right wallace good luck uh <laughs> i personally love trash tv yeah i am not above trash tv and i wonder how it stayed on all them years it got all them ratings if so many people hated it i think everybody loves to act like they hate trash tv mm-hmm. but we love it i know i'm i, I already tell people like the I, i'm y'all probably tired of me saying this but this is like when people talk about you know rod you don't watch any reality shows you think you too good for reality you look down on reality tv and i'm like no i watch the worst reality show cheaters because i know it's real life and they life actually fucked up i'm over here on reality show meth okay i don't got no teeth left i don't i i can't even get hard to the regular reality. i can't get hard to 90 days of fiance they don't do nothing for me 
that's y'all on that light work y'all ain't selling vcrs i'm over here sucking dick for <laughs> for cheetahs <laughs> like leave me alone let me know when y'all actually yes. serious about this shit we i don't even know we had it but we had like all the episodes on cheetahs on vhs that show you have how, how, how deep i have it goes it was on dvd but yeah i used to on have DVD. the dvd set collection of cheetahs dog mm-hmm. this and i'm not talking about recently i'm talking I'm about, about over 10 years mm-hmm. ago that i was i would just throw that dvd in yeah, from nine from and time watch to time. the the uncensored by the way the uncensored cheetahs now how this was legal i, I don't, don't know right uncensored where no no commercial breaks bitch not just commercial it's fuck the commercials i'm talking about uncensored like it was showing people fucking like oh here she is sucking his dick in the car and the only thing is blurring out is like the face and the dick i was like oh i don't <laughs> i don't know how this is legal but that's that's the shit i need so i like i love trash tv and jerry was the king of trash yes i remember when i was in college child everybody used to go to class take a nap wake up at 6 p.m motherfucking jerry came on all through new residence hall at fairville state all the tvs was on jerry springer because you can hear it from like sweet to sweet room to room everybody piling up and particularly if somebody had like a big pretty tv somebody pile up in their room and everybody do it individually in they uh sweet with their cute mates and all you was oh oh and everybody come out and talk about oh did you see that so yeah don't talk to me about how people didn't like that shit yeah i used to rush home dog um and i de- yeah you was real woke if you was you was up on jerry being trash back in the day because i doubt de- I, I it was when i was a kid that this shit was popular so i was like what is this um jerry crawls so housewives could walk Agreed. rest in peace Kane says leash katie and says recipes to another after school babysitter yes he was Come on. okay i used to rush home also y'all are cute for the unexpected shout out yes i uh saw the names on the orders just wanted to send my girl some sunshine for the summer yellow is joy well thank you katie and she's the one that sent you the bag uh oh, for the makeup and thank you. Uh, the toiletries Raphael says i was going to talk about discord leaking but the homie jerry springer died 20 days of mourning worldwide should have been declared during this with no fighting or leaking i'll be back play play a sad song honestly dog you should have had smoke come out of like the 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 place where the pope dies when jerry died (laughs) there will never be another okay when nobody say there will never be another honestly like we should have had a mass paternity test unveiling uh at his funeral and and then a lot of dancing dancing. uh i'm surprised that's not a tiktok tearing is motherfuckers doing the fake paternity reveal and then doing a tiktok dance who was that maury povin ain't that the other dude's name maury yeah maury i'll be hurt when that dude died too yeah maury less yeah maury yeah maury is 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 like he took he ran after jerry walk yes he did because maury just was like what's because like this is the other thing about jerry and one of the reasons y'all ain't never gonna get me to turn on jerry i don't give a fuck uh jerry set up the clan yes he did and see this is when i said this my nigga because i'm sorry this man had the klu klux klan come on his stage knowing what happens on this stage and i think they thought oh we just gonna come out in klu klux klan regalia and we just gonna intimidate these negroes and talk racist and they gonna boo us but we don't care look at us 
talking to the negroes all in their face um and and they can't do shit about it and when i tell you it did not go the way they thought it was because y'all like i said this is back in the day because you know now you got security guards and shit this was back in the day but it was like let them fight when i tell you this man didn't even really get to introduce these motherfuckers ah, they was ready. like they were he was like hey we got some people from the clue cut like, like people was beating that was like what the shit out of them i like i don't even know what they were I thinking say, is that clip online um i don't you know i can find it i don't know if it's the exact clip, clip right that we'll need but uh let me see um the this throwback jerry swinger confronts the clue class plan i wanted to see the beat down. baby is born when the baby is born the baby in a sense at least politically and socially is colorblind a baby doesn't know that oh, now nah, this this is just him talking to him no 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 i want to see the brawl because like it was is this the whole show a kkk family mm. that's 95 did this the one it was not nah, the one i'm talking about oh wait hold on that's right <laughs> hold on let me see if i can get to the best jerry springer fight with the clan because like this this shit was so crazy it was literally like he was like and we got some people that from the clan and it's like as soon as they walked out like hey, hey listen to me bam 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 okay that's just two women boxing yeah there we go yeah look and it's it's white dudes beating up the clan too yes like it wasn't just no like they was they was antifa before antifa dog <laughs> they came out like oh word like I'm, how oh, you don't shit. respect this folding chairs being thrown i haven't seen this in years how you don't respect this niggas falling on stage this ain't trash tv to me you this is justice okay yeah, that was white on white crime oh man that's the white hood crime yeah right. white collar crime they had white hood crime yes they came out like oh word but yeah that was uh um, what you say that brother like wwe that was my favorite dog they, they the kkk came out there i said man what is jared doing this bullshit we don't need to hear that oh wait they getting the ass whoop hold up now turn it up rewind you know i'm on when i was a kid but uh yeah so i disagree uh, I mean, it was trash TV, you're right, but I'm disagreeable. I hate it. Uh, Aaron says, whatever. So she don't care about him dying. Ah! Marvin says, I still remember the hilarious episode where two men were fighting over inflatable dog. Guess the race. You know, the other thing Jerry Springer used to do, and this is sneaky because like a lot of 90s, 2000 pop culture did this. Whenever you talked about trans issues, we didn't have any of the right words. It was a lot of stuff that I think people may even consider slurs now, but mm-hmm. mostly because we didn't even say transgender. We didn't even like as pop culture, mainstream mm-hmm. culture, people didn't know the definition of that or whatever. So you would get transvestite, uh, tra- tra- the one with a Y, trans, you know, um, uh, uh, he, she, like it was a bunch of shit that yeah, we just, think that people just used all over the place. But, right? but, jerry was one of the few places where it was even talked about that people like that existed and that there were people that loved them and that there yeah. were people that you know Supported and so them. some of it was awful because it's you know garbage tropes and stuff and reveals and secrets and da 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 but like it was crazy because so many of the shows would end with like one either jerry telling you like 
this person should be able to live their truth and we should be leaving this person mm-hmm. alone even though i just made a spectacle of it and all this shit but then the other thing is a lot of times the person they were like up there with would be like well nah i love you anyway or something and it's like you know they do the hilarious not hilarious quote unquote but the shocking reveal and the person and the whole audience going crazy like oh will who he and and it was weird because like i think with um trans panic being a defense in court and people really trying to use that shit like i got tricked i should be able to kill this person Mm -hmm and jerry springer having a stage where violence took place it was weird not weird but it was like somehow inclusive and project progressive in a weird way at that time of course that he would bring people on and then be like nah this is just a person and you can't hit them this isn't like we have violence in this place and you better not hit this person like you might be hurt you might be shocked but it ain't about that right now you know like it was just kind of like that and the same thing with like sitcoms when they would have like a trans person on mm-hmm. they make fun obviously because it's a sitcom and we and we uh, did not have all these words and stuff but they make fun but then they would always kind of end it with like this is this person's life and there's a life of dignity here and we should learn to accept them and even if it was some level of like i don't care what you do you know what i mean it was always a level of that and i think you know now we you know obviously we wouldn't make that those decisions but Mm-mm. you know it wasn't all bad is what i'm saying it wasn't necessarily good it wasn't necessarily thoughtful or intelligent all the time right but it wasn't it was like a way of inclusion through trash i guess is the best way to say it. it's like i have a show about trash everyone comes on here and then we have these moments of including all these people from different walks of life by being like okay but we're all trash together you know it's like such a terrible message but yep. it's true trash tv literally, that's literally where it came from uh I, it's like he never had trans people come on and get bum rushed like the kkk right put it that way like that wasn't the point of those episodes but still i still uh man we lost a good one over that a uh, one with jerry spring i missed more than a few classes in college in the 90s watching him mm-hmm. chicken thighs save lives chicken 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 says james i don't even remember what that's from but it's true I think that's from the poll from last week or something. I, don't, I think he time traveled. <laughs> uh, episode twenty two. Oh wait, you know what? I need to play music so I know where to put the 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 ads the so we can get money. Uh, so give me give me a second to um to set up some music here so we can get this money. Um, boom. <laughs> said boo to steve wilcox though agreed steve ain't had a charisma he was not as good steve was the bodyguard from springer he tried to he got too big for his britches yes he did and tried to make like his own like oh look at me i'm doing a show with paternity tests and it was and the thing with steve is that steve always wanted to beat people up so then he would like yoke people up as part of his brand where he'd be like you're not gonna talk to her like that or whatever and it just don't hit the same like jerry was never getting involved in the fight he He knew how to talk to people yeah Mm -hmm. so like steve steve shit didn't work but anyway 
2704 polly got a bullet was the name of this episode uh we got three comments apia says hpv related throat cancer again the fact that i'm caught in a happy marriage this is not open that is not open it has absolutely no time or energy to cheat and i'm also not a cheater i couldn't do it and i and still be in the relationship i would die from guilt on day one it's saying me it's saving me from sickness high-fiving myself well here's the thing apia i believe in you i think you could be a cheater if you wanted to I, you know i don't think you should limit yourself like that i i'm not saying you should cheat but this whole thing it's was, unlimited possibilities i couldn't do it and i die from guilt i don't know man i think you could do it and you wouldn't die from guilt i'm not saying give it a try but you know just know that, that we believe in you here don't don't <laughs> don't ever say you can't do something never say never yeah disagree Evie says damn shame what they did to that poor bird now going down on a woman is a sign of love if you ain't willing to risk throat cancer for me i don't want you oh no mm-hmm. uh was dj collet right yes or no was the poll oh wait let me make sure there's no uh comments on youtube real quick one comment all right wait why isn't the comment showing up what does it mean when say one comment and i can't see it i don't know oh here it is all right you are no you are not ready says the only thing i'm aware of morgan freeman accomplishing with that crusade of his is to get himself quoted by racist right wingers and memes and they use it in bad faith to make it seem like he's on their side yes because morgan freeman says he doesn't believe in he doesn't like black history month or being called black or some or african-american or something like that anyone who's heard him talk about any other racial topic know it's pretty clear he's not but people like that don't care like he will say there's no white history month and the point he he thinks he's making is the opposite of what right wingers are saying that we shouldn't be talking about black history at all which by the way we know is a major agenda item for them when they have political power and they just pretend he agrees yeah i think i just feel like i don't know what he gets out of saying it just because that's you're right that's what it always comes down to that's what it's always used for and it just pisses all other black people because we don't want to hear the shit either so like i don't even really know who he impressing with that you know saying uh but yeah that that was the comments there uh the poll was dj collett right yes or no 12 percent yes 88 percent no so even with hpv on his side y'all like nah he was wrong you gotta you gotta go down uh meanwhile the people with money 33 percent yes 67 percent no on spotify wow so they they said dj collie was right okay they don't want the hpv now i don't know that that was his reasoning but i don't know I, i feel like he's in his house with a diagram right now convincing trying to convince his wife that he had a point i always knew about the hpv good for you that's what i was saying it wasn't about all that other stuff i said it was about you know i love you you the best um steph him curry yes karen it's very sweet to tell her he wouldn't go down on her uh steph him curry no it's too late you can't take it back you say oh because she the best Uh uh-huh exactly that's how it works james (laughs) that's how they get you parrot polly want a dead cracker woman bang recipes african parrot uh wallace says i'm a calves you know how i feel furthermore uh morgan freeman has joined a group of old black folk who need to stop talking shout out to jim brown oh damn 
chris says the hpv vaccine can prevent throat and throat and cervical cancer but the shots need to be administered before people become sexually active hashtag the more you know well it's too late for me dog i hate to say it but i'm your boy is active out here okay oh you don't say i'm tatted up uh clear lane says i used to work at cfa for orders you can input a name table marker dining shirt color takeout and or car color and type if i didn't hear the name right then i would use other inputs oh so you'd be like oh blue shirt okay that makes sense now me personally i would say nigger face now see you may mm-hmm. think that's controversial and, and gonna get me in trouble yes it but that's why i say the white people typed it you see what i'm saying i just set them up uh can we have a moment of silence for african parrot i have arranged a healing trip to africa uh for everyone hurt by this hate crime let's bond and heal together see me for details protect african parrot says Raphael. no Kentrell says not my mama bird <laughs> no <laughs> not my mama bird that's good uh all right next episode is 2705 wall lives matter got four comments uh Rodney Raphael says now Stephen A. Smith voice had to come out after seeing the good brother Risby now I know that brother Risby and I tell you one shot of Indonesia vodka was too damn much for him however sunstroke will make a good white man hurt innocent bystanders oh no so I appeal to my friends at the Sharia course in Indonesia let that good man free back to his carpentry now if he had to had two shots of that vodka i'd be the first to say flog his ass and throw him in the ocean free busy so i guess he's on his side um (laughs) apia from germany says i'm pretty sure that discrimination for fat people is way worse than for skinny people but i also believe that every kind of body can be criticized and the owner quote unquote made to feel bad about themselves when i was younger i always felt too fat and i was never fat but i was regular size maybe 12 at my biggest and not heroin chic thin i'm tall when i was younger it i was told that straight hair was ugly oh straight hair got later popular i know and that i needed curls also that i was too pale and i needed tan it's always something now i'm over 40 and i don't get criticism anymore and i love it but i'm also not a celeb on social media and the thing is particularly being a straight i just said from a straight woman you get criticism till you die like i'll just say but like this you just don't hear it and you know once you reach a certain age you just don't give a fuck anymore or you shouldn't give a fuck anymore and you should just fucking live your life because that shit will drive you crazy until you die if you let all these opinions around you affect you and it's one of those things where just being born a woman is a problem you know it's something is wrong with you like just you existing your existence is something wrong with you and everything that you are people are going to say how you shouldn't be that and everything that you uh yeah everything that you are people are going to say the opposite yeah people always got something to say about your appearance and your body it's a service level thing we can all judge um motherfuckers be alcoholics talking about fat people motherfuckers can be right you know a pack smoke a pack a day see. talk about a fat person motherfuckers can be because it's just it's easy as visual there's a lot of assumptions that can be made um period and it's also why people gravitate and love to see like a fat person that like doesn't care because at the end inside of a lot of people is this idea of i would like to not care 
and a lot of the people that you see in the bodies that they're in is they're in those bodies because they care so much and they're obsessed with what people think so much and what their parents said to them got to them or what their peers said to them got to them or what the the gender they're attracted to got to them or what they're you know like they're they're it got to them and i think whether it's rightful or not when you see like the way a lot of the 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 power and emphasis we put on people like lizzo is because in our minds we're imagining here's a person that doesn't care and that's real freedom and that she doesn't she knows how people feel about her body and she doesn't accept that in and start living for them and i think uh, for a lot of people it's almost impossible for them to imagine that you know it's almost it's, you know it's like you owe your body to the rest of the world like you need to make us want to fuck you you need to make us not want to look at you unless it's to covet you you need to show you're participating in the societal standards that we have dealt with like we've decided um and everyone has a thing and so i think it's interesting to see how like to me i think the more stories that are told the better because it deconstructs that everyone it deconstructs the myth that there's a certain type of body that has no pressure on it and so when you see somebody who is conventionally considered attractive and they're telling you about their struggles i'm not trying to shut them up or try to no push them out of the conversation and as you alluded to it doesn't mean it's the same like there's a certain level of privilege attached to societal standards and the way it looks at people's bodies and skin color and skin tone and all this shit there is there's truth to that and we can live in that truth and also be like which means there's pressure on other people as well just not the same kind of pressure and maybe not equal pressure right and that and those benefits that they receive for that pressure that they're yielding to or not yielding to there are other people who obviously will receive the detriments not the benefits and i think all of that can be talked about in this conversation but too too often i find that it's really more of an anger filter for people and it's not really about having a conversation not really about everyone taking a turn to speak and and it's really more about dominance and it's about people that haven't reconciled the anger they have towards other folks which is why we end up in this situation where we feel like we need to attack somebody as if they're the people that impose the standards when they're just a person getting by yep just like everybody else and and i've come to the conclusion that a lot of people feel trapped and they feel locked and they feel chained and because i feel like this and how dare you be free so i'm gonna take the chains that i have throw them up and pull you down yeah because at the end of the day they want you to feel as sad and as depressed and as uncomfortable in your body as they do every day you wake up and you're like you know fucking i'm fat fucking i'm skinny fucking i'm this fucking i'm that those people look at you and that's that sadness that anger that turns to sad yeah sadness. i'll never understand where the anger at people comes from because like the anger towards lizzo is one of the most telling things and you can hear it in people's voices even when they're trying to be supportive there's like an mm-hmm. undertone of like angry like if that's just what you're gonna do type of feeling and yes. it's like why aren't you examining where that's coming from because i feel like there's something there that you don't want to talk about right you think you're talking about lizzo but you're really talking about your own views about fat people and stuff and 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 it's the hostility you know that because like we're we're the same people that just went watched everyone at the met gala be scantily clad and we were all going up for it 
you know like mm-hmm. it's 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 very anyway it's more to it um let's see uh lotus flower says the toast of strudel slander lol yeah you should have listened to this pregame episode we had about it <laughs> evie says i live for old man tea when quincy jones came out a few years ago with all that tea it was steaming i just know Smokey has a cat daddy it was a cat daddy back in the day come on he was you like a cat daddy now uh he was a good he was a good dude looking dude and a prolific songwriter hope he spills more i'm waiting for morgan freeman and samuel l to start spilling because i know that tea will be piping hot well, morgan might tell you i don't know if sam gonna do it sam also been married a long time so i hope you know and and like i think he was married when he was down bad and she held him down so i hope i really hope he don't have a bunch of i was fucking everybody's stories i don't think he does maybe he will but i, I i'm not looking forward to his if he got Me some either. um comments on youtube we got one as carter says i was and still am on the not my business train about brian mcknight but there was a post that he put out to explain how he is a good father and it for me proved he ain't shit but again not my problem yeah i like i said as we were i was reading that stuff for the first time and i like so i'm like the way people were talking they were and it's just because of hyper hyperbolic conversations on social media it was very much like a y'all didn't know oh so y'all just was oh so so now y'all saying and it's like we didn't know and of course people's first response is hey so when when did this happen where are you getting this proof from y'all are saying things without proving it or linking it to anything y'all just saying shit and then getting mad at everybody for not piling on with you mm-hmm. you ain't even got everybody up to speed yet mm-hmm. you know and honestly like i'm not obligated to pile on with you i can still be like yeah that seems pretty shitty and move on my fucking day i don't like <laughs> it's so funny we're talking about Brian McKnight in 2023. Who even supports it's him? This time this nigga came out with music. Like, are we like, what's a Brian McKnight stand look like in 2023? Right. Like, who got the Brian McKnight tour T-shirts? Like, why are we even pretending like he's being upheld by a lot of people? Where it's like we must protect this brother. Like, it's not even like that. But oh man, sorry, I just had that realization. I, anyway, it was. It, I mean, it's funny, you know, because I had never felt this way about Brian McKnight um until now oh and you know what mm-hmm. uh i definitely i uh, to go back to to uh uh samuel jackson's no the director of shield will not be sharing all his uh 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 party going on he's a director of shield damn it i hope you're right Kay. <laughs> that shit is classified we will never know uh but yeah a scroll did it if it come out you know what i'm gonna say a scroll did it that with him <laughs> i will be in denial the phone. I'm not even gonna lie. Alright. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what I said. I'm sticking to it. Oh, uh, he took a trip to Tahiti. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm sticking with that story. Okay. The poll, uh if y'all don't watch agents of shield i guess y'all probably don't get some of these y'all probably don't get the references shout out to the five people to understand what the fuck i'm talking about the poll joanna man too good idea bad idea joanna man too good idea i don't care all right 24 percent agree with you good idea which means 76 people say no and it's the exact almost exact same on the spotify people say stay away from this one guys okay it's not gonna work out 
um i felt like that at first but then i thought about it fuck it remake it who cares who gives a fuck either it's gonna make money or not and then the quote for spotify was ho town jl covet comedy genius um <laughs> he'll be on the show next week by the way mm-hmm. i think it's monday i think uh wallace says are you sure that wasn't kylo ren over in the uk slicing up walls with the sword Cadian says we gotta wait for chippenham to return his gun hold on meanwhile chippenham is in a real is a real city over here oh i made a joke about that <laughs> uh it's not far away from lecoq abbey a church mm. ah! i had to visit lecoq abbey okay do they have a big black lecoq abbey over there <laughs> They have a BBC Abby over there. <laughs> I know y'all got the BBC. <laughs> BBW. Yeah, y'all got the big, the big back Lecoq. 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 Jay says I passed out when you said check the weather report. Ninety cent, ninety percent chance of flog. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. You know we over here doing it. We over here making fun sometimes. Um. All right. Last episode of the week was twenty seven oh seven. Gone too late. We had six comments. Uh, Appio says, I think you can have your preferences with dating. That's normal. But when you start with two, who you won't date, you will hurt some people. So don't. I know that white supremacy is a very bad thing, but how Ebony used it to explain her preferences, she lost me. Not everyone can be over average by definition. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Man. Oh There's my God. There's a lot of C's and D's motherfuckers out there that, that, that are living their best lives. Oh my God. There was a tweet that made me laugh so hard about this yesterday um oh my god uh yeah everybody ain't a, a average or above average my girl is. my girl janisha from t with queen and jay uh had had uh tweeted about uh ebony k williams and she said um what was it oh ebony <laughs> ebony starting to sound like dr hadassah olayika ali youngman pre phd Oh no! From the Black Lady Sketch Show. Oh no! Oh yes. my God! See, see, see. Yeah. Oh my God, man. I, I just. Oh my God. Whew. Oh, that was so funny. Cause, cause, like, once she turned into a macro thing, I think it just got stupid. It just. I'm sorry. It just. You can have your personal preference. I really don't care. But once she started talking about, that means you got c's and d's and i'm not standing for anything but black excellence and by the way my mama was a bus driver with us c and d getting dumb ass i guess i don't know like it was just like what well, girl what well, you all over the place you could have just stopped with i said what i said i'm not dating the bus driver it's not like we was looking on your instagram trying to see oh i see she ain't got with a bus driver yet like we didn't care we didn't care no, still, actually still don't care we didn't need to know about the classism of it we didn't need to know you know any of that shit and i didn't need to see the people you know like the same way i don't agree with the people being like you need to lower your stand that's why you ain't got no man i don't have to agree with the like our bus drivers are somehow mediocre to bad people or something it's very weird it's just weird it's just weird it's all weird guys okay um she says if everyone improves the average will go up and i'm bored with the gendered expectations a man can provide by taking care of childcare, for example not only by earning money yeah people don't want to deconstruct any of this shit and it's just we're one foot in one foot out and we don't want to we're we're such a trick bag because of patriarchy and capitalism and stuff and we 
partially believe in it when it's convenient and we don't when it's not and we don't typically want to truly deconstruct and and engage in it in that way so we end up with this kind of half-ass analysis and relationship advice and and rules and all this stuff that don't really apply because everyone's a fucking individual and you know um i think it's one of the reasons that people look at relationships and their inner workings and we're so fascinated with them because they are individual and we and we like to see how everyone's breaking or changing the rules and making it for themselves i think people like that stuff um especially when it's working but uh yeah i I think it gets it gets bogged down in the weeds when we start making it so individual that we i mean when we start taking our individual and making it a go a ground rule for everyone else yeah i don't think i don't think there i would i feel confident saying there's zero brothers that stopped being bus drivers and went to go sign up for law school yesterday because ebony k williams said to get in her draws that's what you guys to do zero that's not like so i don't even really know why it's that like it's a like it's a big fight it's like i don't even i don't think ebony take the bus she don't she get she don't got take the bus energy Mm-mm. she she don't even run into these dudes it's like what are we talking about um literally i think it was a yana that brought up bus driver she could have said any other profession and we'd be talking about that it's just mm-hmm. it just is what it is like dating by nature is very exclusionary for a lot of people it's very this is who i what i won't deal with it's like that's what you kind of have to be on and once we start expressing that on a macro man you're gonna hurt people feelings it is what it is yes you are um you know just the same way that i don't think it's personal when someone says i don't date people with children but when you say you don't date people with children there's a lot of people with children that's that's in the dating game like man fuck you then you know what i mean like it's it's cool that you up front about it blah 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 it's your preference but you just you just told me my your preference was fuck me <laughs> so yeah they gonna return that energy people are human uh my mom is 70 this is brooklyn shubay replying to apia uh, uh my mom is 70 about 10 or 15 years ago she confessed she puts up with some bs in her marriage because she likes the comfort it provides her a comfort that she never had as a single woman who didn't get married until her children were grown i don't know how old ebony is but she might have been raised to live in a way that she uh that was so hard that she just wants to be taken care of could and, be and and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that the problem is once you start expressing that people start with their own opinions and projecting and then when you get to where we are like there's, there's a lot of people that feel just like her it was like what i'm not gonna be doing is uh 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 downgrading my lifestyle and there's mm-hmm. a lot of women that feel like that and they say it and they mean it and you know and a lot of times when they openly express that niggas get mad right so i i think yeah like there's so many things can moving and conflating and conflicting that in this situation because i'm also not with the people that's coming at her like you better get with a like i it's just her it's her preference it really don't bother me me either you know like even the ones that people consider bad i don't bother me because i think they're true for people Mm -hmm. and people don't want to if i personally wouldn't want to deal with somebody's hang-ups around these issues whether they're trying to work them out or not i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be with somebody that didn't want me for whatever reason they said right so to me it's like okay you got class hang-ups clearly you think people that drove the bus got c's and d's and are you know stupid and were not held to high standards in life 
hey man do me the favor and don't and don't date me thank you ain't that i can scratch you off the list yeah people don't look at it like that they go something wrong with me abia says i wrote that comment before you were done talking about it and you practically said the same good i also agree with rod that a good relationship is luck and work it's luck that i found someone who still loves me and finds me attractive and same with me i was in relationships before and they were way shorter where i just didn't feel the other person anymore it was it was and it was me i couldn't force myself to be in it anymore and i had to break it up plus i think it's wrong to speak about lowering standards everyone has different standards and it's not a hierarchy most thing also there's so here's the thing here's the trick bag for the people that came at ebony they would be like ain't nothing wrong with a bus driver you need to lower your standards well you kind of just confirmed what she was saying about bus drivers being lower mm-hmm. so you're kind of agreeing with her that yes, there's a beneath thing happening which i understand in the way that our world puts things in hierarchy we're saying like a bus driver is not as good as this white collar profession but i'm saying you can't you can't say that and be against her you're kind of on her side with what you're saying is like yeah he is beneath you but if you want a man you need to get with one open the door to one being beneath you and i'm like so then you don't really you're not on the shit i'm saying which is like a motherfucker be a bus driver and be a great person period yes sir i don't even know what those those two things really don't have shit to do with each other one's a job you know what I'm saying? like it's i don't know uh, it's, just, it's all stupid it's all stupid we shouldn't even be talking about this like this in public yep and it's all just very cishet or normative it's all very shallow is you know it's it's like everybody want to get on the steve harvey relationship book train why <laughs> Uh, I don't watch any sports ever, so the fact that my husband is also never watching any sports is a big plus. We have to compromise less here and watch and watch happily Star Trek together. For a big sports fan, this would be a minus. I don't think that being in the sports or not has any hierarchy to it. It's just personal preference. Yeah, and there's a lot of people where one spouse is in the sports and the other spouse is not, and that shit functions just fine. Right. Um brooklyn shubay says i date a bus driver because one i don't know how to drive two i want the bus fare hookup 275 one way is a lot of money at three ah! it'll satisfy my uniform kink without the guilt that police uniforms give me <laughs> <laughs> oh so we just skipping right over the fedex man and, i mean the, uh the the ups man right we skipping right over them brown shorts nah i don't blame you them brown they the smoky robinson of, of of delivery people come on they definitely cheating seriously though i'm so sick of this particular gender war battle nobody has to settle to be with someone who doesn't fit their preferences or values but don't use your preference to generalize what everyone in your gender desires or to put down everyone who doesn't fit into your preference i do believe that there's a nuanced conversation to be had about straight black women or any straight woman feeling pressured to have a man in their life to feel whole or be successful and sometimes that overwhelming pressure either internally or externally applied will cause women to attach themselves to the wrong man thus the next man has to deal with the baggage of the the woman's that woman's fucked up relationship yeah i i think there's a lot that you're saying that that is true is that pressure societally put on women to be like you're not complete unless you're with a man as far as straight women Uh um shit actually even gender queer women get that pressure even if it's not they're not something they're gonna do right they still get this pressure of like you ain't complete you ain't found a man and even you'll even hear like in that book conflict is not abuse 
sarah showman she is a lesbian and so she talks about lgbtq issues at some point and says like one of the issues she has with within the community it's an intra-community conversation this isn't me giving an opinion but one of her issues is we have a chance to reframe what relationships look like period because we have never been considered we've been outside the norm and she felt like when marriage equality passed a lot of people felt like it was done like we won it's over and she was like fighting and then in addition to that being mostly a like cis normative thing a very you know like she was like the other part is in the lgbtq community there's a lot of different types of relationships Mm -hmm. and structures that people have and we're just like we did it we can be like straight people and people start mimicking not mimicking but but yeah they're like less we can prove our worth by looking straight like quote unquote like like Mm -hmm. like there's an acceptable version of 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 a couple for people where it's like oh they're same gender in a relationship but it's okay they're monogamous they have kids they have a house they have a picket fence i'm not saying these are bad things but But yeah but like there's a certain way that it's coded to like oh we're they're straight adjacent almost we're just gonna treat them like the straights and equality has been achieved and so she was just kind of pointing out like yo we have a chance to actually make something um no one's ever seen before and to push for back push the boundaries even further than just monogamy and inclusion into the straight world and of insurance and all that shit but anyway that's a deeper conversation than for today but i just thought it was an interesting thing when you brought up this relationship stuff and the pressure that is applied to people Mm-hmm. Uh, one could even suggest that developing too high standards is a protection mechanism to avoid vulnerability required for dating i don't know yeah, that's true too that's a good point like maybe you're saying like my standards are high so i don't even have to worry about being involved or getting hurt and you know it's funny because when people say this stuff they're not really talking about love or the type of person someone is mm-hmm. ever like they like as far as she's concerned a bus driver is just a bad like they're they did bad in life yeah as far as she's that's concerned. why she says c's and d's and shit yeah. like that right they didn't do enough in life as far as she's concerned and she know she's not talking about the kind of emotional um care the type of connection she want with a person it's it's completely surface level and i think when you think about that the assumption being either a if someone has a more prestigious lucrative whatever job where if they own the bus or whatever somehow they're going to be better in a relationship and it's only and and it and you and it's very weird to assume because to me you still haven't talked about to to me my opinion of course what it what makes people good in relationships right because you've only talked about the surface level and a lot of people when it comes to dating it is very surface level they care about what people see what people think when they see them with a person what does this person say about me and i think you know a lot of people are stuck in their heads there but you're right maybe they have those high standards as a way of being like i don't have to be vulnerable i'm not gonna find anybody so i'm fine uh 
he says i don't know i just be talking shit sometimes i would date someone who was economically or academically quote unquote beneath me if they checked out the other boxes i'm a grown and independent woman financially i could take care of myself no matter how hard to struggle what i want is emotional security if that makes sense yeah that's what you want you know some people want the financial security and some you know i get it it's everyone's out here looking for something you know but good luck to all y'all yeah good good luck to you all normally almost all the time i stay out of gender wars commentaries from keith because i just feel like at least 75 percent of his people projected in generally unproductive conversations agreed i don't even really like this conversation we have right now but everyone ah! <laughs> i'm dead serious but every once in a while it gets so loud it becomes impossible to avoid and this is one of those times it was refreshing to hear you guys talk about it because the way the meta discussion around it was happening was making my ass itch and i was relieved to see that there were others who saw this the way i did first off i honestly had never heard of ebony before this so i have no opinion on her expressing her dating preferences she is entitled to feel how she wants and about that and date and not date whoever she wants and how i feel about it is, ir- is irrelevant however right. why were bus drivers catching strays for no reason <laughs> I'm, bus driver. I'm well, bus see, driving the bus this is what's funny that's a yonla ebony didn't bring up bus drivers a yonla hit her with that question now listen i'm not gonna pretend that this makes ebony innocent or whatever because i think while ayala said bus driver ebony took the bait unlike you know I, I thought lawyers was you know a little bit more thoughtful than this and could see you know could see the next step coming but i've I, she jumped into that motherfucking pit fast as hell i was like oh why would you do that what you hear her out don't answer the question with a non-answer like see what she going with it she just like hey she was basically like the enthusiasm of like hell no i wouldn't date no motherfucking bus driver like that's how it felt she didn't say that but it was very like <laughs> like <laughs> are you crazy a bus driver is like okay i don't even know that she thought about this <laughs> you know like i, I think anything ayala would have said she might have been mad i don't know what right she's like well would you date a lawyer she'd be like a lawyer just a lawyer nigga are you crazy it's like but you're a lawyer what's what's happening uh as you mentioned on the show that's a solid union job with decent middle class income full benefits and a retirement pension and you'll do doing and they're doing just fine in life yeah i was on the karen hunter show yesterday and the amount of women that called in to be like because we talked about this a little bit the amount of women that called in was like mo bus drivers for me i said okay i see y'all out here (laughs) Come on, I, I'm gonna get that monthly bus pass. Get on the family plan. Be able to go all around the city. They was like, "Don't let the don't let Ebony speak for me, cause we don't agree." Come on, I, they gonna be driving that bus and driving his pussy. I don't know what right? you talking about. He gonna be driving buses and trains. He play his cars right. Ah! Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be busting it wide open. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of people that didn't care uh, a lot of people depending what ebony said were saying there's nothing wrong with being a bus driver but the fact that you feel the need to say that is kind of a tell isn't it it would be a lot easier to believe you believe that if you didn't immediately undermine that statement which the next sentence which is talking about settling which damn did you listen to sean which whether you intended to or not strongly implies you feel like a person's beneath you in some way ebony herself did this when she said ordinary average is not good enough for you either she would have been better off saying nothing out yeah her retort is honestly where i have the issue i've her first comments don't bother me as much as everybody else she's expressing a preference yes it's in public yes some people are gonna get offended but it's her preference and who gives a fuck if she has one vagina to give she got you know what i'm saying like it's just one fucking person guys 
we don't need them all mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't even drive a bus i don't care you know like good luck but it was the to me it was the i'm uplifting y'all with this pussy it's like all right ma'am all calm down calm down <laughs> this is you're doing a lot right now <laughs> like, nobody asks for that if you ever wanna if you ever wanna ride in mama say this boy you gonna have to make a few changes in your life like all right ebony damn we come on if you ever want to drive down my alphabet street right <laughs> stop just stop we we okay we get it uh, it bothers me when people do this because it feeds into stereotypes about how educated people look down on blue collar workers that the right often suggests successfully plays against us you can substitute bus driver truck driver electrician construction worker etc yeah exactly exactly that's a uh, yana said bus driver it could have been a lot of different things she could have just said blue collar person i don't know i usually try to defend our side against this sort of rhetoric and we know the right absolutely does not give a shit about the working class but it's pretty hard when people telling themselves like this like ebony said i just want better for all of us and this isn't how we do it eve says i think where ebony k williams went wrong is projecting her preferences on other people she doesn't want to date a bus driver that's fine but leave other people's dating preferences alone she sounds like some black man who tried to justify why they only date white women see this is the thing a lot of the language and this this is where the disconnect is going to happen because people get caught up in the she's a black woman uh we're probably talking about black men even though she never explicitly said black men she she said she's dated all kinds of people and then uh, when bus driver came up it wasn't race attached to it but you know how motherfuckers start assuming but um what i think is interesting on that is that i i am just a person that gloms on to reasoning and more than uh more than to just to like who's saying it i i'm i'm on i I like to get to the what is the logic of the thing you're saying and why where does it sound familiar to me and i'm sorry her shit that she was saying in that defense not the original comment sounds so much like kevin samuel's type of logic you just have to insert different things but the you're mediocre you're not good enough i'm i'm saying this because i'm trying to uplift you as i'm denigrating you and saying you ain't shit because let's be honest who the fuck could be uplifted by that right now in her age range right like if you're talking about like some kids or something like maybe there's a kid who has to make a decision today am i gonna be a bus driver or try to be a lawyer sure if i've been driving a bus for 20 years nigga what what are you talking about right, i'm be retiring soon. oh you want better you want better for me well i guess i better take my ass down to the to the community college and start my life over like it doesn't even really make sense in that way and so i don't i i think she just got defensive because y'all probably not y'all but people were but probably yeah, talking crazy to her mentions, right but, that's what she's responding to a lot of times when people make these blanketed statements like that they are literally they are literally responding to the crazies online and on social media and out in the public yeah mm-hmm. like uh anyway that was that was just crazy um uh the whole conversation to me was stupid to be honest I, i'm sorry man i i mean we gotta have conversations i guess but i don't know what they were gonna get out of i think the whole thing started with like our black women too masculine or something like you were never gonna get a good conversation out of this nope but hey, they did get the clicks and maybe that's what it was really yeah, about assuming, it worked yeah. it worked so we are I talking guess, about it yeah uh but yeah that but yes the logic is very similar to like what i hear the camera seven people say when they start defending their misogyny it's always i just want better for y'all 
that's why i'm talking about your bmi and i'm talking about how many kids you got and your education and what kind of job you really got and how you dress and it's like i don't know sound like you roasting them Mm-hmm. So I ain't really shitting on these people. No, no, no. I just want black love and black people to be together, even though I die with a Latina chick that I wasn't married to in my house. Uh, like, right. it, like, like, I don't be- like. I just feel like didn't it's known, didn't known the place, right? Yeah, and I, I'll take it one step further. I feel like a lot of times the people don't even know the issues they have, mm-hmm. and they're projecting them onto the rest of us because, like, with Kevin Samuel shit looking at the way he died and looking at how he lived and looking at what he promoted i don't know how y'all didn't just see the wizard behind the curtain you know the man behind the curtain none of that shit matched up yeah i would have just been like oh you can't listen to these people they don't they're they're projecting some shit they haven't even figured out Mm -hmm. anyway so glad carolyn brian is dead oh this is quite a change hope is hope it was painful Mm. The only death that would make me happier is Trump's because that orange bastard is finally gone. I'm going to find his grave and spit on it, just like I did on his star on the Walk of Fame. Yes, EVE, keep that same energy. <laughs> you know what? You can have an Arby sandwich today. <laughs> That's how much I respect that. that. <laughs> I respect that. That's how much I respect that. You go. It's on me today. I'll cash happy $5. Uh, if you were slash r single would you date a bus driver was the poll oh wait let me check uh the comments i'm sorry on youtube um oh no comments interesting because you know this was a hot one all right um would you date a bus driver if you were if you were or are single would you date a bus driver yes or no or only if they own the bus 80 percent yes nine mm-hmm. percent no 12 percent if they own the bus all right <laughs> that's with the regular folks okay what does spotify got to say to spotify the money? <laughs> so 68 yes which is lower than the 80 percent 15 no which is higher than that than the nine percent on our website and lastly 17% if they own the bus which is higher than our website which makes sense because y'all are some bougie y'all are a bunch of ebony's okay y'all out here like listen okay i will not be lowering on my standards i'm not tagging my llc brand to these regular negroes mm-hmm. i will not be losing my money to your right. broke bitches <laughs> yeah, basically and i understand like mm-hmm. we know how y'all I, get down i ain't even mad at you mm-hmm. that's how you got your money i tell my mom i'll never be like any of those negroes um and then the um comment for the show was for spotify was rest in perdition clue klux queen um ah! thaddeus says that's not a dating a bus I, the other one i had was rest in white power queen but anyway uh thaddeus says that's not dating a bus driver topic turned into uh, some extra classes borderline conservative respectability politics on the second part good observations on the white supremacist part she said um yeah yeah man that god this is why we don't talk relationship shit on the show guys it's stupid i'm sorry ain't it though ain't it's it always dumb? stupid it make me feel stupid even engaging encountering what i think was stupid because i feel like even the shit i say can't apply to everybody mm-hmm. you know i don't know what the fuck makes shit work for people i don't it'd be people in relationships where i'd be like damn the woman gotta walk three feet behind the man and they love it 
they be three feet behind there like yes nigga walk me like i mm-hmm. and honestly if they happy i literally don't care yes I, you like it i love it i yes. have never cared as long as you got consenting adults your boy don't care yes everything is a personal preference like I don't care everything that there's a lot of things all jokes aside that people do in their private homes and in their private relations is not fucking politically correct it's just not I, you could be in a fucking septuple i don't care and i don't mean that in the i don't care about you in the mean way i mean in the like i have no animosity towards you right. i'm rooting for all the good things for you and if you find a way to make it work that's that is so beautiful that you found anything in this fucking world worth trying to make work good good for you man so like that's the i just don't know why we can't leave it at that because it just turned into like i wouldn't deal with well somebody would clearly yeah they would somebody would deal with every fucking thing i think is crazy it's somebody signing up right now to be future's 12th baby mama with no fucking qualms Mm -hmm. and hey no problems i hope i hope you figure it out i hope it works for you uh but yeah anyway uh joyce says i'm calling bs on washington on washington's kkk story i don't know any clansmen but i doubt if any of them will let that child play with a negro boy also spoiler alert his character on p valley dies well that i okay uh <laughs> uh but as far as um just, just to let you know he is yeah. he might not be dead in real life but he dead on this show well, i guess i'll never be watching that show thanks for that <laughs> um anyway uh i do believe his story i don't uh i shouldn't say i believe his story because that's not true i don't believe anything come out this man's mouth i believe it's possible for kkk people to let their kids play because i know down here so what a lot of people don't understand about racism down here is like every football team every high school football team in the south for sure has racist white people on it possibly coaching it mm-hmm. definitely got their kids on it of course and they be playing right next to them black kids that they you know would not let date they they sister you know what i'm saying oh, like yes, sir there's a understood type of thing that happens sometimes where people be racist and it's not it's not mississippi burning mm-hmm so it's possible and it's not every white person right there's there's white kids that wouldn't have a problem with that shit but it's enough for us not to ever assume good intentions and goodwill it's enough for us not to feel safe so yeah i I think it's possible but yeah i I don't trust anything he says either so he could be lying but if you say no clansmen will let their child play with a negro i i think they absolutely would but like you said that you can't come in that house because they still recognize their kids need to play but they also need their kids to feel superior yep uh Raphael says i only date bus drivers once they buy my ticket to africa it doesn't matter if they matter of fact i'll take it one step further go read them back in history the masters used to let their kids play with the little black slaves mm-hmm. uh Raphael says i only date bus drivers once they buy my tickets to africa it doesn't matter if they own the bus or a single the more tickets they buy the more we mingle my heart is just big is big just like africa all right <laughs> gonna definitely stay on top <laughs> the grift has no bounds none nelson says miss williams comments didn't bother me in the slightest i will say i was entertained by the fighting in the comment section particularly of insecure dudes trying to humble and accomplish black woman yeah i hear you i think there i think that's the thing nelson is like 
if you chose to only concentrate on the riffraff that were coming after her which is what obviously she chose to do and then you know and a lot of people that wanted to defend her chose to do sure then that then of course you can ignore the classism the you know the patriarchal things you can ignore the shit she did where she absolutely shat on blue collar workers in Mm -hmm. her defense Mm -hmm. because you can be like yeah but she's fighting these guys and that's one of the reasons i hate these conversations i hate the pushback because we're never gonna really talk about what she said we're just talking about the reaction to what she said Mm -hmm. you know um and i think a lot of times the allegiance the allegiance erases the nuance from the conversation because you feel like you got to protect her or have her back or nothing she said was wrong like we can't even say anything she was wrong and you know it's not about whether it bothered you it could just be wrong it doesn't even have to bother you like i i I, i'm not bothered by what she said either but was some of it was wrong yeah you know or or inconsistent i think that's fair to say aaron says oh look at the little baby clan member the cute the cute clucks clan (laughs) not the cute clucks clan (laughs) with a k too (laughs) oh that's that's hilarious all right you guys are so funny uh let's get into the voicemails um real quick uh voicemail time y'all know the numbers in the uh show notes we got one voicemail this week hey y'all it is at number one feeling and i am calling because this too much does not have a phone line technically and i don't know when the next time y'all are going to be together discussing anything after your most recent threefer that you gave us I really enjoyed it, and I just wanted to leave this comment to say the way I know you and Bossy Rod are um, true friends is that I have noticed the uptick in Bossy's use of nigga in that affectionate way. And I thought, I remember Rod saying that, oh, if you're around him long enough, it's going to rub off on you. And there you have it. The proof is in the pudding. I said, I, I think she used it at least five times or more. Um, that's just me observing things. Obviously, it's not a problem uh, using that word, but I just wanted to say that. And I thought it was so cute. I was like, oh, that's friendship right there. A friendship goal unlocked. Nigga, 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 nigga. Anyway, enjoy y'all as always. And can't wait for the next time that y'all can come together, whether it is you interviewing Bossy about her new um, audio book coming up or whatever. All right. Love you both, Karen and Rod, and um, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Oh. It is true. Yes, it's happening. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 100% nigga. It is true. Yep. Have with Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Have with other people. All of a sudden, they was like, damn, I just keep saying nigga. 
it is what it is man it's my favorite word i'm sorry uh, Claire's my favorite word it's what i grew up saying yeah is, we is had how, kids that be they 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 first word nigga it's how we talk and i'm you know i'm I'm not really sorry but Mm-mm. you know i don't mean to do it but it, it just has i like it, it yeah it's a person place thing adjective app it's a perfect word yeah it's just like how that one dude was talking about the nigger museum or whatever like <laughs> you see how i just slipped out of him and slip out of me like that sometimes too without the hard r just is what it is guys um all right emails newsy writes in dating preference your conversation about dating preference is all spot on i'm 37 black and gay and i've been on the internet since 1997 in the gay world one of our internal struggles is with the masculine feminine binary in terms of dating preferences sure you could absolutely have a preference of dating only masculine guys but if you put that in your profile you're gonna hear about it from some people right. lots of snarky comments the way i've gotten around is by saying i'm in the blue collar types it's just my attempt to streamline the kinds of guys who hit me up without making anyone feel bad yeah and i think especially when you're talking about like a hookup you're almost nakedly talking about physical attraction mm-hmm. so like it is ugly it's not there's no good way like 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 the fact that people want to live out their politics through their sex drive is always interesting to me because you will have to decolonize your your sexual preference in a way that i'm not really sure it it can be done i'm not saying it's impossible but like i don't know that people are doing like a vigorous interrogation of why am i attracted to this type of person i think and especially whether you've been conditioned to or whether it's just genuinely your preference going against that isn't gonna just like magically be like and everything's cool now you know it's and it's not the same but it's similar to like if someone you're hardwired you're like i'm gay and if someone's like yeah but you know women have it bad and you should want to have sex with women too right you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about right like like you can't like that's like i can recognize misogyny exists and not feel like the answer to that is my dick you know and not <laughs> and not to mention just like we've reduced ourselves into like sex as as like a not just a, a, a an act but like some sort of uh statement on how good or bad a person you are and i think you know it's ugly and uh don't nobody want to deal with it but it's also like one of the few times where people be up front and you'd be like i ain't trying to fuck with like if you put on there i don't want to sex with fat people or something i'm not gonna be like well uh i think you should like i'm gonna be like oh thank god i don't want i don't want you to feel bad about having sex with me so i thank you for free i appreciate you let me know up front even if i know that that might not come from a good place that you feel that way you know anyway he says hopefully no fats no blacks no films no asians is a trope that's been dying out out dying out outwardly on these dating sites but you know people still feel that way Mm -hmm. they're just tired of the discourse around their preference if you have a preference it's best to keep it to yourself find a tactful or find a tactful way to list it yeah i think especially when you're talking about that i think when you talk about relationships and love it's a little different but at the beginning it's all physical it's all appearances it's all service level because you ain't got to know the person yet agreed i think when you're talking about relationships and love though like what ebony was saying it gets a little tricky because it's like um you're limiting the ability for people to surprise you i guess is what i'm saying like i i don't know i feel like a blanket 
anything is kind of weird but that's just me i you know i think i would be open to just about any i would be open to being surprised because i just feel like on the surface we say we we how many times we gotta just find out we don't know shit we don't know nothing like i just don't know how we keep we keep feeling like we know everything it's just so fucking obviously clear we don't know shit man anyway last one's from john good morning rod and karen the title is activism team poppy and fast food recipe receipts etc happy proud boys convicted us seditious conspiracy day yeah i saved that in my uh election section uh got him also one person got like the longest sentence ever which i fucking told y'all was gonna happen i said they getting the short ones out of the way merrick garland know what he doing and it's just gonna be a matter of time. Well, we like two years later, and Merrick's still keeping that same energy, and he's still locking motherfuckers up, and his the sentence is getting longer and longer. I said, listen, the the people y'all getting all y'all getting your wide shot all early and shit oh damn they gave her three months yeah they gave her three months for stepping in the capitol building and turning around and walking out cool fine yeah but when they get to the seditious conspiracy ass niggas yeah them that time gonna go up and not trying i'll look aside not talking i don't give a fuck like put them in put them out let's go i i want the big the big dogs and what do i care about them and one of the dudes the proud boy he not even motherfucking white what were you even doing playing with them you don't go here boy anyway good luck to them um man that story about the black lives matter activist mistakenly roasting the white lady at the george floyd protest was such a perfect example of how the grievous aggregator mindset can be so problematic in activist spaces activists get into a state where they are on a hair trigger looking for something anything to be outraged about and they end up lashing out at the wrong people Mm -hmm. and then those same activists will wonder why people especially people of privilege are hesitant to show up to the meetings protests or meaningfully engage in the work because people watch your actions yeah and i i know the online thing to say is to be like uh and so what if they can't handle the nigga that's how it worked though they still people and your job supposedly was bringing people together to get shit done so if part of your dogma is i'm just (laughs) fuck these people and they better still come out well that's not how people work so they're not coming out and they're not showing up don't don't be mad when your movement don't get off the ground because you don't know how to deal with people working with people is a big part of it yes it is sadly i know lots of good people who have been turned off from otherwise participating in activist work because the environment where every wannabe ally has to go in knowing it's just a matter of time before they get roasted or in this case much worse over a simple misunderstanding it ends up taking a very small pool of people white people who act want to actively fight racism and it shrinks it down even more it's really frustrating since it undercuts coalition building at at one of the most important levels and really helps keep us all in silos the thing is like that's it so that's an easy one to talk about because we're talking about white people right and so people already had their feelings about white people good or bad and so there'll be people that are like yeah look at them da, da, da. the thing is that doesn't stop at white people Mm-mm. it keeps going until you're not the right kind of black person until you're not the right kind yes. of you disagree about one thing you didn't do this and the, the group just gets smaller and smaller and you realize like this is never really about a group it's about mm-hmm. a couple people's fucking egos yep. because if you're not pushing the shit to the side at some point 
you're never going to be able to build the coalition you want you know nope and also the thing about a lot of activists which people don't want to talk about where people start and where people end in activism sometimes change like human beings they grow they change they evolve they compromise they see things differently they end up you know talking to people that before they would have said fuck you like that is a part of the growth of shit too because at the end of the day you know what shit needs to get done not just you being mad ranting and raving and talking about how shit's unfair shit needs to be done too so if that's what you're going to do be on the outside agitating because we need you the people that's just going to be mad just for the sake of being mad and i ain't got nothing but fire and brimstones for everybody bitch get out there and fuss and fight and argue and, 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 and do that shit all day but you also need people getting shit done getting laws passed talking to people that actually can change the laws you need those people too you can't be like i'm just going to get mad and agitate all day bitch all they're going to do is pass laws to what the what the fuck you doing don't even matter anymore which they've already started doing mm-hmm. um uh, he goes on to say um i hate to be team poppy but I watched a longer clip of Don Lemon and that Republican douchebag, and I'm not really sure that white lady could have intervened in any way that would have come off right. He and I, first of all, I don't know why you hate to be Team Poppy. I don't think we said anything about her. I just know there's the white lady that didn't say shit. Um, and if Don would have been there, shit wouldn't have been said. Is how it felt, and that dude oh, would have got up there and lied about the NRA and black people, and she would have just cut the commercial. Of course. when it was time to cut the commercial yes, she sir. to me she was she looked irritated she was in over her head in the first place and clearly they were in their ears telling them not to talk about that and engage that question mm-hmm. she was doing what the station wanted from her um don went off script probably paid the price for that because i doubt it's how he treated women or being a diva because i don't even think cnn cares about that shit Mm-mm. um so i don't know that it's even like a teen poppy situation we weren't really going in on her because i was like i get why she did what she did um he and don were already going at it pretty hot and i know if it were me i wouldn't want to interrupt my black coworker in that situation once they were rolling just imagine all the medium think pieces about white women talking over black men especially if she somehow fucked up her response seriously though that's a tricky situation my approach is usually to give a quick look at to my black friend colleague like you want me to push back on this shit and then follow their lead but I, i'm not sure there was even really time for that in the instance because that asshole was just flooding the zone with all kinds of unrelated talking points and don responded fast she could have gotten given some head nodding to other signs of supporting what don was saying though or and at least she knew well enough to just not to fist bump down and say my nizzle when he finished it's a oh, low no! bar but she got over it yeah i yeah now nah, i I don't know but maybe there were other people that were mad at her or something to me she was kind of a non-factor because right. i just i mean and this isn't i guess it's not the kindest thing to say but she was probably in over her head and out of her lane she didn't know what the fuck to do Mm-mm. white people don't do the reading most of the time they don't know how to respond in those situations right that's why she just sat back and kind of looked irritated and was like well i guess we're doing this yeah mm-hmm. like so i don't know i don't know that i was going in on her she don't deserve no props or no mm-hmm. credit but as she could be a perfectly fine human being i don't know anything about that woman other than that clip i saw right and she was just out of her lane and wasn't even trying to help or hurt she was just right. like trying to get to the next thing yeah she looking like can we just go to motherfucking because because the thing that people don't understand is over the top or maybe y'all do understand i get it but the thing people have to see in that situation is 
I, the macro of that is they have a boss who wants that kind of content yes and not, and not the kind of content of don arguing with this man the kind of content of that man coming on and saying white supremacist lies and nobody checking it that's what they wanted cnn okay. she's under that mandate she's decided i'm gonna keep my job and don decided even though he was on notice to go ahead and and do it anyway and now he gone mm-hmm. right i love the way you flip things around when you want to test yourself before deciding your position on the issue i think this is absolutely the way to go and a great way to strive for moral consistency is sometimes i try to put it into practice myself to clarify my thinking writing racial epithets on someone's receipt has no place at chick-fil-a i say that employee uh should be fired immediately except i'm pretty sure it would result in them failing upwards to a management position at cracker barrel that is how it works <laughs> honestly you can't even get a cracker barrel uh application until you have done some racist shit at another job I, that's what i heard oh no Mm-hmm. they be that's, like that's rumor you call anybody the n-word show old job it's like yes i'm <laughs> sorry they're like no not sorry you can go straight into uh, management rumor has it p.s still haven't finished beef yet but very excited for the episode you did with bossy on beef swarm and snowfall the acting performance from damson idris in the last episode was so good i was getting a lot of denzel to end the training day vibes emmy worthy in my opinion though i'm sure the emmy voters will be too busy falling over succession to even notice uh two angry faces cheers to stay safe john yeah, I wonder. I don't know if Snowfall's ever been nominated for anything. I don't think won it, anything. I don't think it has. Yeah, so. it may have in like smaller categories, but not for the acting. At least not to best of my knowledge. Yeah. Oh well. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back uh, throughout the week. Uh, until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>